I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Rod and your other host, Karen. Say what's up to the good people, Karen. What's up, everybody? All right, man. Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome back, white people. Welcome back, y'all. I know y'all had to take the last episode off because of Malcolm X's uh, assassination and whatnot. So, uh, glad to have you back. Yeah, we're gonna we talk. You. Yeah, we're gonna talk about all kinds of multiracial stuff today. Um, also, uh, we used instrumentals instead of um, real like songs or lyrics and stuff last podcast, and that's thanks to my man uh, Majin Sting. I think that's how you pronounce it on Twitter. Um, he provided me with all the instrumentals, like a shit ton of instrumentals. So thanks for that, man. I really appreciate it. Thank um, you. And hopefully you'll be able to hear us more. You won't get too distracted by the songs. Um, so we went to Trader Joe's this week. Yeah, we did. Uh, first time ever. I don't know if y'all have heard of Trader Joe's, but it's basically like a hippie supermarket. Yeah, it is. You probably have these in your area. Um... And I really think it's where white people get their food from. Because I always wonder where they get their real food from. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you at the grocery store and, you know, you see them there. But it's just like a special kind that goes to Trader Joe's. Like the environmentally friendly kind. Yeah, they're definitely going green in there or something. Because the white people, they, when I see them at Harris Teeter and stuff, they normally have like vegetables and, you know, just the bare, you know, fruits and stuff. But then at Trader Joe's, they had all kinds of meat, and then they had, like, Chinese food and, like, all kinds of shit. Sushi. Yeah. So, Trader Joe's, man, I, I see what's up. I, I see what's up. I know what y'all doing. So, black people start looking around uh, for secret grocery stores. No, we know where you're at now. And they had good air conditioning and all kinds of stuff, man. So, uh, y'all check that out. Um, it was awesome. Uh, did, oh, I didn't tell you about this, but... Um, I I don't want to expose anybody's names or personal business, so I'll just talk about, um, I work at, part-time at a gym, um, and it's pretty, a pretty upscale neighborhood, and all I do is just monitor the gym, um, and then because of that, I get a free membership to the gym, mm-hmm. so I monitor the basketball courts. Um, yesterday, now, I, as a monitor, I'm pretty laid back. If somebody's doing something violating the rules, I walk over to them, I talk to them nicely, explain everything to them very calmly. They normally will comply with whatever I want. You know, if I say, hey, man, no hanging on the rim, they're normally pretty good. They do it twice. They're like, hey, come on now, no hanging on the rim. You know, that's about as stern as I have to get. Well, the other guy who works there, he's an older white guy and kind of country, really country. And uh, a funny dude, man, but he has a temper. And he, like, where where I would walk up to someone, like, get out the court, everybody's shooting. He's like, hey, hey, get out the court. Now, I told you once. You know, he's like that. Yeah, you make people upset. Or slave master shit. So, <laughs> um, there was these kids that came in there, and they got all hugged up on the bench. And, matter of fact, remember when we went to pick up that Chinese food that time? Mm-hmm. And remember those two girls in there that did, they, they had those tight clothes? Yeah. And as soon as I saw them two girls, I was like, please don't speak to me. Because they had on the same clothes they have on at the Y. And these oh, girls are like 14 or 16. Yeah, really. And they know. had on like booty shorts and these tight tops and their breasts hanging out. Yeah, and thought they was going to shoot a video. Yeah, and I don't speak to them at the Y. But they're always flirting with dudes and stuff. And their dad or somebody just drops them off. Wow. And they just sit in the Y from like 
6 o'clock to 10 o'clock every day. Wow. Yeah, and they're supposed to be working out, but I, I never see them working out. I just see them flirting with boys. So um, when we went into that restaurant that time, I was, I, I was like, I, I don't have a comfortable way to say I know these two girls. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? And it was quite odd when they was dead. And she was like, um, don't I recognize you? And I was looking at her like, uh, you look like a little kid. Yeah, baby, how do you know her? Yeah, I definitely, I tried to like, I pulled my credit card out before we even walked in. Like, just run my, scan my shit, let's go. Let's go, come on. I don't even want to talk to these bitches, but, um. Apparently, uh, you know, they but they walked up and was like, oh, don't we know you? And I had to explain. I know him from the gym. Yeah. But still, looking at what they had on, and yes. I don't never talk to them at the gym. So just to, just even knowing them, they are trouble. They are trouble. Yes. Somebody's going to get in trouble. So speaking of trouble, they're in there yesterday, and one of the girls, the light-skinned girl, she's all hugged up with this dude. And, you know, this little, like, I don't want to call him a punk or nothing, but he's just like a little regular dude, you know, they all hugged up, and they're hugged up to the point where it's probably uncomfortable. There's kids there okay. and stuff, yeah, and they yeah. have, like, their it's legs interlocked, yeah. and he's got his arm around her, and, like, his face, like, a couple inches from her face at the fucking basketball court with a bunch of niggas around playing ball. Wow. Like, it makes no sense. No. So, um, instead of just letting it go, the other guy who works there... He, he told me he's... Now, first of all, I've worked out. I've seen him do that before. I've never said anything to him because I don't even know that that's a rule. It's that's not written. True. Yeah. No one ever came up and instructed me you can't do that. I don't care. It's your daughter. She ends up pregnant at 14. That's on you. So, um, the dude uh, goes over there and I guess he warned him before. I didn't hear him warn him. But then the second time, he goes over there and he just... like He's like, y'all gotta get out now! And just yelling at him, and yeah, and he's wow. like, and he's like, y'all gotta get out of the gym, you know. I told you once, and then the girl, of course, starts running off with the mouth, yeah, like what you own the why, what you work here, what you. And he's like, yes, I do work here, and then you gotta go. She's like, well, can I put my shoes on? Because like at this point, it's just about saving face, because he embarrassed them uh, in front of like 50 people, and I don't care even if you're 50. Someone comes yelling at you in front of a bunch of people, you have a defense mechanism. That automatically jumps right. out. Yeah. So he could have squashed all this by just approaching them reasonably like, hey, y'all got to go. Yeah, just coming up to a one-on-one be like, hey, you know what? We got to clean here. Right. It's very inappropriate. You know, we got small children, you know. Or not even that, just like, hey, you know what? Can y'all take this outside? And we have uh, police officers there, too. So if there's any type of altercation, That's first of all, job. I'm too old. I'm too old. Say, I'm not know. about to go to work in the conference car with a black eye even if Say i wanted to fight man. you know what i'm saying when no. you, i don't wanna i got i don't a lot of insurance don't kick into the first i'm not fucking with you i know what's up so um anyway this dude uh he, he tells them to get out and they start getting out but the girl starts running with the mouth and he's and instead of him just saying look just get out and not say anything else yeah he's one of those people that he has to show off too so he starts going off in front of everybody Telling her, oh, like, you know, y'all get out, get out, I told you, get out. And so the boy tried to step up to him, and I don't know if he was going to say something to him, or if he was just going to hit him or what. But the, the older guy that worked in the gym monitor pushes the boy, like, pushes him out in the gym. Mm-hmm. So they go and get the police and want to file a police report. And 
Now I'm sitting there and I they like I gotta be a, a damn witness for this oh, shit. I have nothing to do with anything. This. Yeah, if he was, yeah, if he'd have handled it better, stuff like that make you mad because that comes where everybody won't think they right when both parties were partially wrong. Yeah, you know they were both in the wrong, and he tried to come to me before the police got there. Like, man, can you just tell him what you saw, man, and just you know, because I, I mean, I wasn't trying to hurt the boy and nothing and all this stuff, and I'm sitting up here like, don't get me involved. There's no accomplice, nigga. I'm, I ain't a snitch, but I, I also ain't about to sit up here and uh, go to jail for obstruction of justice. Say that again. Like, I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, I, I ain't seen nothing. I don't know a lot, but I do know that the cops will charge false uh, charges against you when they got to do extra paperwork. Yeah, so all it's I did was, I basically just told them, like, look, man, um, I'll talk to the police and tell them what I saw, but that's it. So the police come, and they, like, pull me in a separate room, like, and started talking to me, asking me questions about the incident. And they look like that black police officer from uh, Boys in the Hood. The, <laughs> the one that pulled a gun on Trey. I was like, uh, the one that was like, I hate black niggas like you. <laughs> he looked just like that. He even had the black t-shirt on underneath his uniform and everything. Uh, what is this, another 48 hours? I don't know. I don't know. No, first 48 hours. Oh, first 48, yeah. Um, on A&E. Yeah, it was, I mean, but it was it was just weird. And they squashed everything by the end. But here's what was also crazy. Her parents and his parents came up there, right? Mm-hmm. What happened to the days when you call your house and say, Mom, something, something went on. And your mom just comes up and immediately has your back. Like, I mean, like, what happened to them to the days when they were like, what did you do? Say that again. That was my man. When I was a little kid, I ain't going to lie. When the teacher called, my mama was like, look, teacher called me, your ass getting a whooping. Because they got a real job. They got other things they could be doing. They calling me about you. Yeah. No questions asked. If I get a phone call or my phone ring, you did something you ain't had no business doing. We ain't going to talk about it. We ain't going to discuss it. Your ass is grass. So she was that simple. She figured out I did something for them to call me. Yeah, that's what's wrong with a lot of the kids today, I think. We always blame the kids. I, I think it's the parents. Like, the yeah. parents automatically have your back. If if a teacher called my house, it was all, it was like, even if I called the house, I was like, the teacher slapped me in the face. My mom and my dad would be like, what the fuck did you do? That's right. What did you do to get slapped in the face? Now, maybe that seems wrong, like, in the court of law, but when it comes to kids... If you ask that question first, you will be right 95% of the time. They did something. Yeah, now, no matter how big or small it is, they did something to provoke that action. Yeah, I'm sure the girl is the one who hyped it up and made it bad and told the boy to call the police and get his parents. Because the boy actually seemed pretty cool. Like, he didn't really want to do anything at all. Yeah. Like, he actually seemed kind of like, as soon as he got pushed, he's like, all right, I'm out of here. You know, but yeah, he got embarrassed in front of his girlfriend. Yeah. And she started talking off with the mouth. So he's probably like, I'm going to call my mom. We're going to press charges. And she's like, yeah, get him. So, um, and she's just a troublemaking girl. Yeah. So, um, he, uh, they basically squashed it later on, right? But my question is, why didn't the parents come up there and say, what the fuck are you doing hugged up with this little boy in the gym for four hours a day when I seen you up here to work out? And why don't the, I've never seen her dad inside the gym until... Today, so the day after wow. some shit popped off, I finally see this food. I seen him dropping him off at the Chinese food restaurant that day, but I never seen him in the gym. And so, in the gym, he starts talking to her, and or he's, he sees her in there, and I think he like rolled up and surprised her. 
And oh, she was in she yeah. was in there with two different boys. Ow. Yeah, two different boys. Her and her little fast friend. And the instead of the, the dad coming over and talking to her, well he did try to talk to her, she started giving him lip back. See? Like they like they both adults and shit. And and you know what and, and, and to me, maybe it's just the way I'm raised, it's okay to voice your opinion opinion, but it does come to a point where you respect me as a parent. And some parents do not demand respect for their children. Uh, behavior like that happens, like my niece, she's like four. And she gets like that. You have to correct her really quick. And you don't have to be mean and nasty, but you just have to let her know, hey, don't talk to me in that tone. Or hey, you know, watch your voice. And you have to be consistent about it. Because if you don't, that's what you're going to get. A 16-year-old bubble her gums and you want to bust her in the face. I heard she's like 15. But here's the thing. Or 14. Here's the thing, though. They drop her off every day. She's That's what she's learning. She's learning that every day you drop me off for four hours a day because you don't want to deal with me. Yeah, you don't come in here. You don't make sure I'm exercising. You don't wonder how I'm getting fatter every day that I come here. You don't. Not again. I'm not losing no weight. Come yeah, on now. I've never seen her work out once. I've never seen her on the track or nothing. So I mean, that's part of the problem. And like the other thing is today, I, she comes in the gym and she's getting into it with another boy and arguing and yelling and stuff. And I know this boy and I'm like, hey man, stay away from her. Yeah. She's trouble. Somebody's gonna end up. Going to jail behind that trick. She likes to call people. Yeah. She likes to call the police. She likes to she likes to get drama. That's not the kind of drama as a young black male that you need in your life Say because when the police come for you, they already got an idea in their mind of what happened. And so he's like, Man, you know, but I was arguing with her because man, she she tried to accuse me of um of raping her. I've never even touched her. I don't even talk to her. And I was like, trust me. That's just more of a sign you need to shut the fuck up and fuck, walk away. Say that again. That's not a, you can't win the discussion with crazy. Ooh. Crazy don't give up on a debate like, oh, you made a good point. Now nah, I agree. She, you, you are just gonna end up locked the fuck up. So yeah. I told him just shut up. I believe you. I know this girl's crazy. I believe you. If that's what you need, just listen. I believe you. Walk away with me. Don't yeah. talk to her. When you and see her, walk the other way because. When it comes to your word versus hers, you're going to end up in legal trouble that you really don't need in your life. And she yeah. is a girl that likes to call the cops. Crazy likes to call the cops. Yeah. You know, like Taylor Tequila when she called the cops on Sean Merriman because he wouldn't let her drive drunk. Crazy calls the cops. Crazy think it's always right. Yeah. Crazy don't ever think, maybe I'm the one that's wrong in this situation. So, anyway, but the dude came, the father came in the other day. Starts, starts talking to the girl. She starts going off on him. So he has no recourse because his fucking daughter won't listen to him. She's disrespecting him in his face. He has to turn around and talk to the to the boys. Like, you know, like, look, man, please, you know, my daughter is just blah, blah. Like, nah. how fucked up is that? That you got to basically be like, please don't fuck my daughter. Please, son. What are, you know, what are y'all into? Basketball? I'll buy y'all some basketballs and, and some see, shoes. It don't, it don't work like that because, and what I, like I said, that's some learned behavior. Because I promise you, her mama talked to him that exact same way. Children mimic what they see. Her mama done sat and cussed and smacked out like a punk in his house in front of their kids. So she feel like she can do the same thing. Too. Yeah, I've never seen her mama there, so who I knows? can't tell you that's her mama has yeah, the same behavior. They might be divorced or some shit. I don't know. All I know is he drops her ass off in a lion's den full of 
questionable moral having niggas every every day for four hours. Yeah, and it's you, a miracle you she ain't it. pregnant already. Yeah, so. and who knows what's happening around the wild with her and who she been passed through and all. Kinds I mean, of I don't even think that. Oh, I can't tell if she's having sex yet. I doubt it. She still acts like. Okay. A girl that has never done it. Like, she wants a bunch of attention and all that. I'm sure but she's spoiled. Yeah, she don't really know what, what's all attached Right. You gotta be careful, out. man. That's the kind of chick that, I don't know, he's gonna be paying for abortion or something, man. He needs to, he needs, dude needs to get a physical trainer or something. Somebody that can basically babysit her for a couple hours. Because yeah, if you're dropping her ass off every day, something gonna happen. You keep leaving her there. What? There's cars in and out of that wire every fucking hour. Yeah. So. She could be gone and never come back. Yeah, I don't shit. Not no never come back. She'll come back with a belly full of kids. Anyway, let's move on. Um, I think I like things more when people hate on them. I'm mean, thinking about it. Like I think I like Kobe so much because so many people hate him. And if y'all are counting that is like the fifth podcast in a row I've mentioned Kobe. And I think, but I think I like everything more when people hate it. Like I like. Movies that I love more, and when people say like oh, I hate the Dark Knight, it makes me like the Dark Knight even more. Okay. Like I don't know why, but I just was thinking about that today. I think, in a weird way, I think people are addicted to hating irrationally, mm-hmm. and I'm addicted to them having hate. Like, <laughs> like I'm addicted to them. Like that. That for some reason that that piques my interest further when you say something real stupid, and I'm just like wow. How dumb is that shit? And then I start talking to you, you know? It's like, so, anyway. Um, let's see what else we want to talk about. Oh, maybe there's maybe there's some new shit going on with kids that I have never heard of. But I was at, like, once again, I was at the gym playing ball. And this dude, me and, this, me and my boy Vic was sitting out talking for like 20 minutes. Waiting for the, the next game. And this dude walked up and was like, hey, man. You in my seat. He said it to Vic, not me. But he was like, you in my seat. I'm like, what are you talking about? You just, you been playing ball. He's like, nah, man. I set my phone down right there. It's like 20 minutes ago. And that, what does that mean? You can have, like, we, we gave him his phone. Seats? Yeah, I gave him his phone. Like, here you go. And he's like, no, man, that's my seat. It's like, what, they got tickets? You bought some tickets <laughs> to the bitch? <laughs> Nobody told me that. I'd have bought mine then. Yeah, well, you should have got a better section. And, um, he, <laughs> he was like, look, uh, y'all got, you got to 10 to get out of my seat. I thought he was joking the whole time. I started laughing because I was like, this is some funny shit because like, you need to be a comedian if you if you thought of this. This is brilliant. And, <laughs> and I, I was laughing. He's like, 10, 9, 8. And I was like, and he's only like 16 or something. I was like, wow. And I know the boy. I gave him a ride to the gym. So I know the boy. He's going to call me for a ride and tell my my friend he got to move out. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, just when you get the when you get the voicemail next time, it's not an accident. Say and you're going to get the voicemail every, every time. time. Yes. Every time. Yeah, for now. Oh, yes, you will. Yeah. Anyway, so this dude was just like, you're going to get up out of my seat, man. You got to 10. And I was like, let me finish for you. Nine eight seven six five four three two one. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when you get to zero? What's about to happen at zero? You gonna count to ten again? Cause you're not about to whoop nobody's ass up in here. You sixteen. You roll with me. I know you ain't got no heat on you or nothing crazy like that. Like sit your ass down somewhere else. Yeah, it's not that important. Have some damn respect, man. But I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody on Twitter can tell me if that's like a new trend or if uh, countdown. 
Yeah, people. Is that what people are into now? You just you sit your shit down and then you can come back three weeks later and be like, "Hey, man, I left uh, some glasses over here three weeks ago. You got to get up." <laughs> um, did you see the pictures from the Hillary Duff? Somebody, this man proposed to Hillary Duff. Somebody emailed me the pictures. Uh-uh. All right, I'm gonna let you look at them. In the first one. You see the man's on one knee and he's showing her the ring. Uh-huh. Then the second one, she got her hand over her face like, oh my God. You know, he went to Jerry's. Ha <laughs> that's exactly what she's saying. Then the third one, she's taking a look. She's taking a picture of it on her balcony so she can get the sunlight and the rain oh. with her cell phone. Bling, bling. And then in the fourth one, what's going on in the fourth one? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Like, Where the hell are they at? Did, 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 did uh, they get that good a view of what they doing? Uh, look, guys, for y'all that y'all obviously can't see the pictures, in the fourth picture, the dude's sitting back on like a recliner, and it looks like Hilly Duff is going to town on his Johnson. And she, Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> She's giving him some brains, if you know what I'm saying. So, everybody go to Jared. If, but, wow. uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. So... But, um, let's see what else. Oh, check out my blog, um, www. I don't even know why I say that. Everybody knows that part. Anyway, it's the Black Guy Who Tips. Blogspot.com. Uh, it's the latest blog post is about the blackest NBA players of all time, or at least as I remember them. And there's different qualifications for being black, but check it out. It's a funny read. Love to hear your comments and hear who you think I left out. Just the replies have been hilarious because some of the replies about just who I didn't put in are funnier than the blog to, to me in some cases. <laughs> I mean, they're bringing up players I, I I mean that I forgot about, like Michael Cage and just, I mean, tons of guys that that really, uh, like J.R. Smith, Ricky Davis. So, uh, it, you know, guys, read the blog, add on your own people because, I mean, it's really... It's really a funny read if you like the NBA, you like some your little racist jokes. Well, not racist, but racial. I don't really actually demean any race, but it's funny. Um, anyway, uh, Nate Bacon wrote in from Twitter, and he wanted to know, what do I think about athletes apologizing like Kobe and Tiger Woods and all those guys whenever they mess up? Mm-hmm. I don't care. You don't need to do it. I wouldn't do it if I were you. I'd just come back, act like nothing happened would ignore any press conference questions about that shit and move on. Just say, I dealt with it personally, and that's it. Yeah, well, I mean, what more can you say? I don't know. We live in a society that whenever people do anything wrong, they want to hang them out to dry, but yet you're flawed too, but because the camera's not on you or the microphone's not in your face, it's okay to throw stones and rocks at other people. Yeah, you made something from nothing. You worked hard for whatever you got. You don't owe anybody shit. Don't apologize for anything. It's not like you're an elected politician or something. I ain't married you. Yeah, nobody voting for you. If they don't like what you are about, they can stop purchasing your products, stop watching your sport. But people all just like to complain. They're addicted to hating. And they just want to say, you know, I'm better than you at this one particular aspect of your life. And that's really all it is to it. So you just got to look at that and say... Uh, I'm good and keep moving on. You're gonna still buy tickets to see me play and you're still gonna buy Nike shirts and shit. So fuck you. Watch TV, yeah. I wouldn't apologize for anything. I mean, unless you did something to validate like the sanctity of the game or something like I was on steroids or I 
took money to cheat. I mean, maybe then you would, because you're like, okay, you paid for a product, and yes, I ripped you off. But yes, yeah. you watch me pay golf, that doesn't mean I'm only going to be fucking one woman for the rest of my life or whatever. You don't get to watch me. You don't get to pass judgment on me for cheat. Oh, you can pass judgment, but I don't have to apologize. I don't care. Like, I wouldn't, I don't know. That's if all Tiger was on was the white girls and not that white girl. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, you mean the one that go across the table? Talk, I'm talking. Oh, they all go across the table. I'm talking about <laughs> the one that goes up your nose. If you know what I'm saying. Oh no, I'm trying to hear that. Ew. And man, Wayno one one nine. What up, player? What's up, dog? He sent out a little uh, question on Twitter, and he said, ha uh, "Have we seen the video of the white man beating up the black dude on the bus?" <laughs> um, yes. And um, you know what? That nigga deserved it. Yes, he did. Roderick showed that to me. A, they was both in the back of the bus, okay? Everybody was running their mouths, but brother was acting out big, bad, take all in his shades and stuff, and white dude told him, you know, go ahead and leave me alone. But bro, kept running his mouth. White dude and went to the front of the bus, like, just separated himself. Well, what's funny is they cut in in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. And basically, the black dude is, he's kind of mumbling, but you can make out that the black dude is asking the white guy, why did you have a black dude shine your shoes? And the white dude's like, uh, you know, because some, in some cities they have people at like the bus stop that'll shine your shoes for you, shine your boots, and then okay. you pay them money. Now, if you got a problem, you should have a problem with the black dude that's doing it if you feel like that's some sellout shit. But Not you, the person getting yeah, shoes Yeah, why shouldn't a white dude be able to get his shoes shined? So, one, you start off in a bad position because a black dude's basically claiming fake racism. And then it was funny because in, in his defense, the white dude did sound kind of racist. But the white dude is 67 years old. He's an old man. So yeah. he said, he was like, black man, I don't care what color he was. I don't care if he's a Chinaman. Now, Chinaman is a racist term. <laughs> but he's 67. But he didn't, he didn't mean, mean it. no harm. Yeah, yeah, he didn't mean it like, you know, he could have said a lot worse than he could have said chink or some shit and been racist. I have to really think he was just saying, like, trying to describe his nationality. Yeah. Hey, he's 67 years old. He probably would have called a black dude a color fella if he hadn't known from watching uh, Oprah or some shit. Say that again. So, um, yeah, so anyway, the dude, beats, uh, dude uh, walks to the front of the bus, bus, and the black dude stays in the back for a little bit. And, and I'm all... not saying segregation was right, but maybe Rosa, Parks, maybe Rosa Parks fucked it up for everybody. Okay, maybe we should be in the back of the bus. Oh, if this is the kind of shit that pops off from sitting next to each other, I'm just—I'm not saying everything needs to go back, no. but maybe black people to the back of the bus again. Ain't such a bad idea. Yeah. Anyway, so the dude, um, <laughs> the dude uh, goes up to the front and tries to swing at the white dude. And then proceeds to get the ass whooping of his life. Yes, because come to find out, dude is like an ex-marine. Or something. I don't, he was something. He, he went to his ass. He was like, I didn't want to do that. He was looking like, uh, he, he just went on his, he went on his ass, dog. It was one of the worst ass whoopings that I've seen on the public, on public transportation. And what was real funny, though, the white woman at the back of the bus, when she knew stuff about the pop off, she was like, bing, bing, bing. She was like standing at the thing. She was ready to get off the bus. Yeah. I was like, I don't blame you. I was like, that don't look right. I'll be getting off the bus too. Yeah, she was trying to get the hell out of there because you don't know. No, people might be shooting all kinds of shit. So yeah, they. Uh, so then the bus stops after the ass whooping. Why the bus driver couldn't stop the bus when the, everyone was trying to get off? I don't know. But something about an ass whooping 
Made him find the brake pedal real, real quick. quick. Yes, he did. And the funniest thing about this, just like the dude at the gym I was talking about, the fucking girl with the camera was the one egging it on. Yes, she was, because you could hear her in the background. Yeah, going up there. Are you going to take that? Look, she's going to egg it on and then sell the video to CBS. So this dude that got his ass whooped on national TV now yes. by some 67-year-old white man for what? So he can be on YouTube yeah. leaking, talking about call the ambulance. Call the ambulance. I'm leaking, man. Yeah, that was embarrassing, man. Yes, that was, and I and he deserved it because truthfully, the dude, the white dude actually went on about his business, but what he did when he walked up there, he actually like smacked him and hit him in his face or something like that. So yeah, you deserved that one. Yeah, that racist going on about that. Yeah, we taste that old man strength. I'll be telling y'all about. I declare, and it wasn't no joke in that one. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty special. Um, Alright, let's do a couple articles and then we're going to be out of here. Cool. The podcast been running long last few episodes and trying to get it back down to about 40 minutes again. Because it's a lot of work to edit this shit too when it's long. So it's not just, people are like, man, it's a lot to listen to. Nigga, it's a lot to work on. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. I'm helping you out. You don't want to sit in your cubicle right now like, damn, I ain't got shit to do. Stupid ass reports. Anyway, um, stabbing after woman set up fight on Facebook. A dispute on Facebook has been blamed for a fight that led to a woman being stabbed south of Brisbane this morning. About 12.30 a.m., two women who got into a dispute on the social networking website agreed to meet and, quote-unquote, sort it out. They don't sound good. They met outside of one of their homes in Logan Leah, never heard of that place, where a 26-year-old is alleged to have stabbed a 24-year-old in the back with a knife. The alleged victim has been taken to a Logan hospital for treatment. Police said her injuries were not life-threatening. The Logan criminal investigation, investigation branch is investigating. Um, here's what I think about that. What wow. What is the situation after that? Do you unfriend them? Or yeah. do you just send everybody like a message, like uh, everybody unfriend them because they are backstabbing bitch. And literally. Yeah, she stabbed me in the back. <laughs> figuratively. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, that's a crazy story, but yeah. that's another t- case of don't run your mouth. Don't run your mouth if yeah. you don't want to take the ass with Don't me. run your mouth in real life and don't run your mouth in cyberspace. Yeah, because people keep your mouth shut. People get crunk on the internet and they feel like yeah, they're untouchable. They and you think just that you're the only angry person in the world. And then you show up to a knife fight with just your hands. And next thing you know, you're going to the hospital. So, at least it sounds like it was some white people though. So, at least it's not a bad look on us. I mean, they were using the social media and Brisbane... That don't even sound like it's in America, so... Alright, white people zero, black people one so far. Oh, wait, no. It's actually black people one, white people one so far. Because that white man whooping that ass, was, that was definitely one. Well, then we a, we a flat tie. Yeah, let's see what happens with the rest of these stories. Suspect passed out from siphoning gas, police say. One man was found unconscious in a van while police suspects suspect he and two other men were siphoning large amounts of, they left a word out in the article, I think they mean of gas, of gas from a Circle K's underground tank in Phoenix early Monday morning. Phoenix police believe Robert Jeter, Gerard DeSanti, and George Brabacos. Now see, this sounds like an interracial game. 
<laughs> Robert Jeter sounds like a white dude. Yeah. Like Derek Jeter kind of. Mm-hmm. Gerard DeSanti sounds like maybe Mexican or something. Or maybe even black with Gerard yeah. for a first name. And George Brabacos is definitely a Greek last name. So these motherfuckers is getting it in multiracial style. Oh, yeah. Gas is all racial lines. Now, here's the sad part. All in their mid-30s. Nigga. Oh, Mid-30s. Wow. Is what y'all do on a Saturday afternoon <laughs> in Phoenix? <laughs> That's what y'all find fun in the hood. That's how y'all get down on the atypical sports show. Ain't Rob and Keith in their mid-30s. Rob Peter. What's Rob's last name? I had to check on that. In the, in the <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona, in the mid-30s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to pod check that. See if Slave Key was up in there. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they siphoned approximately 200 gallons from the... <laughs> this, this article is fucked up. It's all kinds of words missing. From the on the... I think they mean from the Circle K on the 1800 block of West Union Hills Drive. When the clerk received an alarm that the tank was losing a large amount of fuel at 12.30 a.m., said Detective James Holmes. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, they really filling it up on tump number three. <laughs> 200 <laughs> gallons. Damn, I don't even think that, I don't even think any vehicle could take that much gas. I don't know, man. There must have been a semi, a semi. But, um, anyway, so, they called the police. Um, <laughs> 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 this article is so badly written. Like a kid wrote this. Yeah. Police arrived several minutes later. Officers opened the back doors of the van to find Jeter passed out from the fumes. Holmes said that he was taken to a hospital where he regained consciousness. Jeter was later booked into a jail along with the other two men found outside the van on suspicion of armed burglary. Burglary. The van contained a false floor. Equipment apparently used to siphon gasoline and breach the underground fuel pod. The van also had a tank capable of holding 450 gallons of fuel. Wow. Why didn't they just take like 50 gallons from every gas station? They would have never got caught. Nope. Damn. Anyway, I don't even want to read the rest of this shit. This is just terrible criminals. <laughs> Alright. L.A. woman. Oh, wait. Louisiana. Louisiana woman pleads guilty to, to selling two kids for bird and cash. Maybe you mean a bird like Jeezy. Get the birds in the trunk. <laughs> 42-year-old Louisiana woman has pleaded guilty to two counts of sale of a minor. Two counts? Damn. Oh, two kids. Okay, my bad. Sales of a minor. I thought she, maybe she took a return on one. and then <laughs> Try to get her money back. Yeah, this kid, this man, the 90-day policy is not going to affect. Mm-hmm. I bought the warranty on this kid. Uh, two counts of sale of a minor for trading two children to a couple in exchange for an exotic pet bird and $175. Is that what two kids is going for now? I guess so. A pet bird and $175? She must have been on crack. Wow. Donna Louise Greenville received 15 months of hard labor on each count on Monday, which she will serve concurrently. She's only going to do 15 months for selling two kids? <laughs> you she fucking didn't go kidding to jail. me? 15 months of hard labor, that that's jail. Okay. But for two kids, that's only like it's only like eight eight months a kid. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and she better not get them back. Oh wow, that's amazing. The Evangeline Parish Clerk of County of Courts office tells it first of all, your title is way too long. Yes. You're not that important. Why can't you just have a one word title like Shirley Wong, Esquire? That's a real important title. 
Anyway, she'll begin serving her sentence March 25th. The couple, Paul James Romero and Brandy Lynn Romero, each pleaded guilty on the same charges in October. Greenwell was accused of selling the couple a four-year-old and a five-year-old in return for cash and a cockatoo. Yeah, I bet they was going to give those kids a cockatoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kids. kids. We had a woman in, in, in North Carolina. Remember, she saw her kid, and the kid got killed, and then... Yeah. yeah. So how are you gonna let this motherfucker out in fifteen months? All these people will be back on the street in fifteen months. But when that girl got killed, everybody was tweeting and all kinds of shit on the news like they should put them under the cell. This is the worst type of crime. This is disgusting. Well the only difference between that crime and this is that these people didn't have time to kill the fucking kids and that they got caught. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Wow. Why did they even accept that? Both both children were in Greenwell's care after their biological parents had left them with her. So this fuck these kids are fucked. These kids are that's sad. Wow. The fucking their own parents left them with a crackhead who sold them to two more motherfuckers, and they doing fifteen months. And it's just man, this is just sad, man. All right, last article. We're out of here, but we're about to get to the forty minute mark. Police, Allentown, Allentown man robs roommate using beer bottle as a weapon. A 68-year-old Allentown... 68? Come on, dog. Come on. A 68-year-old Allentown man robbed his roommate by threatening him with a beer bottle that he was trying to pass off as a gun, police said. When the ruse proves ineffective, Aaron Ingram then attacked his roommate, Frank Karate, who's 51, with the bottle. The attack occurred shortly before midnight Saturday. And then they give the address. Why? How you gonna give the man a whole address? That's- this roommate didn't do shit wrong. Now everybody know where he live at. That again. He got to move now. Yeah, you the 51-year-old man that got beat up by a 68-year-old. Anyway, Ingram stole the roommate's wallet, money, and other personal items before fleeing. Well, this does bring up an interesting point. So, old man strength must have some type of proportion. Like, you're, 50, you're 51, and this dude's 68, and he still can beat you up. So, mm-hmm. old man strength... That's a 67-year-old man beat up a 27-year-old black dude. Yeah, we're not saying old man strength win. It's old yeah. man strength two, young you know boy what? zero. Yeah, no, it's not a race that's going to win today. Old men win this podcast. Yeah, they do. Congratulations, Shout out man. to the old men. You guys, you guys are actually 3-0 and because the old dude at the Y pushed that little boy. Yeah. And didn't even get in trouble. Wow. All right, well. This is a good podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed us reading the news a little bit. Hope we helped pass your day a little faster. And I hope that uh, this podcast wasn't too long like the other ones, going back to the short format. Yeah, we, we just want to say shout out to you guys and thank you for the continued support. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. And I'm at Y00227, the letter Y. Yep, and make sure you hit up our podcast and our blog. Keep following us and... Andrew, you're a white friend of the week. All right, guys. Wow. Love you. You too, baby. Mwah.